So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 265, are you a tabulator? You know, John Lee Hooker has a song that goes, uh, backbiters and syndicators. And it makes me think of the phrase pushovers or tabulators. We'll cover pushovers another day, but Helen was definitely a tabulator. Anytime Helen got into a relationship, pretty quickly she was hyper aware of whether she was overgiving, whether he was giving enough, who was one-upping the other. I texted him twice. He didn't text me back once. I've done this for him. He hasn't done this for me. I said, I love you first. He hasn't said, I love you. In her marriage, she had also kept score. Keeping score was something Helen had been raised in. See, she didn't want to feel taken advantage of. And the way that she had developed a strategy for protecting herself from that was by keeping score, a plus minus column. This was something she'd learned from her mom who had dated multiple guys over Helen's upbringing, including a stepfather. But this tabulation hadn't worked out so well for Helen. You see, the great guys who were naturally giving but had a healthy boundary around saying no, people who didn't like that feeling of being in a partnership where you didn't fully trust one another, they tended to be... Uh, just warded off, pushed away, re repulsed by that energy the moment they sensed it without her even realizing. See, she didn't know she was losing out on those healthy men. She didn't realize why they weren't asking her out in the first place or why it wouldn't make it past a first date or an introduction. But they could sense the tabulation going on. See, that's what happens when it's kind of like people sitting across a negotiating table. They're, they're kind of your enemy then. There's not a we, there's a you versus me. So Helen, in her healing, the coaching we did together, it wasn't just about saying, hey, stop doing that. See, that's one of the great fallacies. It's why you can learn so much about relationships and even yourself and still be stuck with the same man pattern. Because just knowing something doesn't mean it's different. You can say, I know I need to love myself more. Well, it doesn't mean you can just presto, make that happen. Knowing that you need to be a certain way doesn't make it so. So for Helen, we had to go back to the roots, the reasons, the subconscious wounds that she still carried from that childhood, from feeling unprotected and unsafe and feeling like she couldn't trust herself to set boundaries in healthy ways. She couldn't trust herself to not overgive or stop taking care of herself. When it came to wanting a man's attention, affection, interest, love, whether trying to get him or keep him, she would put herself aside. And that's why she thought she needed to tabulate. At a subconscious level, this wasn't Helen sitting down consciously deciding, oh, I need to keep score because I don't trust myself. No, this started very early in life by not speaking up for herself, by putting her needs second when it came to 
either being who she thought the guy wanted, a new stepdad, I don't want to be abandoned again, right? Abandonment, anxious attachment can lead us into throwing our needs aside if we're afraid we'll lose that person's affection. So she was trained into this young and then had been doing it in relationships her whole life. So part of her was that dependent person, that anxious attacher that would gladly put her needs last. This, by the way, is that, that pushover part of us that we're afraid to trust. And so then we develop another side to counterbalance it. We overcompensate the other way. And for some of us, the way we protect ourselves from our pushover side is with the tabulator, keeping score. One in this column, one in that column. I don't want to lose. We treat relationships almost like competition, like a tennis match. I don't want to lose. Who's ahead? Who's behind? But when we did some work on those original wounds that made her feel unloved, unchosen, Times when her mom modeled, her mom putting her own needs aside to try to keep the stepdad around. When we did some of the modalities and tools we use, auditorium exercises, integration work, self-dialogue, body modalities, tapping, and so on and so on and so on, we helped her in deep sessions and in between sessions give her tools to begin releasing when this subconscious pattern of, I'm not safe, I can't set boundaries, I'll be a pushover, I need to keep score. I need to protect by making sure that I'm not taken advantage of. We help to release that fear and that old wound and learn new healthy ways to make sure self-care happened in all nine environments, to make sure she consistently met her needs and communicated boundaries with men and didn't abandon her boundaries. In short, we made it safe for her to stop keeping score. You don't just force yourself to stop doing a defensive coping strategy you developed. You have to prove to yourself that the strategy is not necessary anymore and substitute a new, better one. She had to prove to herself that she could feel safe and would not be taken advantage of if she stopped keeping score. The amazing thing is when she stopped keeping score, the quality of men in her life changed radically for the better. Her level of stress, tension, and anxiety within herself reduced because she wasn't always watching and monitoring and being hypervigilant. There was less need to manipulate and calculate her moves. She didn't have to manage everything in the dynamic. It improved her relationships with her family, with her kids, and with the rest of her family, her friends, and even at work. When we stop keeping score because we trust ourselves, everything gets easier and we can breathe a little easier. We can also fall in love a little more easily. Helen got married to a wonderful man that she met once she stopped tabulating. So if you're a tabulator, if you heard yourself in this at all, it may be time to consider getting underneath it to the root of where this defensive strategy began. Because while it may prevent you feeling taken advantage of temporarily, ultimately it can be isolating and actually starve the part of you that needs connection until the pushover takes over anyway. And you end up feeling taken advantage of and then going back later again to being a tabulator. Get off that crazy roller coaster. 
so that you can actually enjoy feeling safe being loved. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.